In this video, I want to give you 10 things that I wish I knew before becoming a pastor, so don't go anywhere. Hey everybody, welcome to my channel. I'm Pastor Joshua, and I'm so thrilled that you have clicked play and are watching this video. If you're watching today as someone who maybe is considering becoming a pastor, this video is going to be important for you. If you're watching today just as somebody who maybe is this topic just intrigued you and you're a, you're a Christian attending a church, this video is going to be a benefit to you as well because it will help you better understand what it's like being a pastor. So really that's my goal is I give you these 10 things. And I want to say this too, these really are not in any order of importance. So let's jump right into it. The first thing that I wish that I would have known, and I probably had a little bit of an idea of it, but not until I really got into the ministry of being a pastor, and that's how much it would consume my life. Uh, we always talk about it and understand that probably pastors need to be uh, kind of on call 24-7, at least depending on the size of the church. Uh, yet what I didn't realize was how much it would consume my life, how much I would just spend time in my free time thinking about the church, thinking about uh, the next sermon, thinking about uh, whatever it is uh, surrounding the ministry. It might be other people's problems, other people's heartaches, but I spend a lot of time. It consumes a lot of my life. Being a pastor isn't something you do. It really has to be something that you are, and that means that even when you're on vacation, you're often thinking about church. You're, you have to kind of try to work to not do that. Number two, uh, I wish I would have had a little bit better understanding of how much it hurts when somebody leaves your church. It's going to happen. People are going to leave your church for different reasons. People are going to leave your church because they get a job and, and they move away. People are going to get a, leave your church simply because they're not happy with you or they're not happy with your church. You're just not going to avoid it. And it doesn't matter why they leave. They can leave for the right reasons, but it's still going to hurt. And it especially hurts when they don't leave for the right reasons, when they leave because uh, maybe they're frustrated with the church, they have a conflict with somebody inside the church that they couldn't resolve or, or would refuse to resolve, or maybe it's something with you. That hurts even worse, but we have to just understand that God is still in the midst of that, and he's working, and, and life goes on. We have to keep moving, but it hurts. It weighs heavy, especially when you've invested so much in those people. Uh, number three, I wish I would have known that studying is a grind. If you have never had to sit and study and prepare uh, more than one sermon or lesson a week, uh, and, and you have to do that every week, that you probably don't have an understanding of really uh, how hard it is if, if you're really studying and preparing and digging into God's Word, it can be a grind. It can be tough. But really, that would then lead me to uh, my next one, and that's number five. I had no idea how much I would enjoy preaching. So as I go through the grind of preparation, there's always that understanding that on Sunday I get an opportunity to preach and that's where that's the joy that kind of keeps me going that that keeps pushing me forward so uh number 5 
is the importance of having a burning desire to be a pastor. Paul talks to Timothy, and he says that if you desire the office of a pastor, you desire a good thing. He says if you have this burning desire, if you have this 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 notion that maybe you can't do anything else, you just desperately want to serve the Lord in those ways, and maybe other people have seen that gifting in you of being a pastor teacher, that is a good thing. You need that. You need that burning desire. As hard as it is at times to sit down and, and go through the grind of studying, maybe while carrying the weight of somebody that has left the church and also carrying the burdens of the other people in your that are still in your church, and you're carrying all of those burdens, plus you're carrying the burdens of your own life. Being a pastor is not easy, yet every day I think, man, I can't imagine doing anything else. I absolutely love this. I did a video not too long ago, that, that, and I told you this was my dream job, and it still is, but I want you to understand before you jump into this uh, what it can be like, and there's way more than these 10 things, but this just gives you a little sampling. Number six, here's one that was tough for me to wrap my mind around. Number six, I wish I would have had a better understanding of how many pastors would be unwilling to help the new guy. Uh, And and I'm not talking about pastors in my church. I I took over as a senior pastor. I was the only pastor in the church, in a small church. And as I tried to reach out to to other pastors and gain guidance as as the new senior pastor or lead pastor, what I found is it was very hard to find guys that wanted to invest in me, that wanted to help me, that wanted to give me, um, you know, kind of, hey, here's here's some helpful hints. I found some people that would do that, but there were many, many people who are unwilling to do that. And that breaks my heart because we are told in Scripture that as pastors, we are to raise up other pastors. And so especially when you have a new pastor who's already there, help them out, guys. I I'm always quick to come alongside of a new pastor when I see them take a church. I love being able to come alongside a pastor and walk with them as they get their feet on the ground and help them. Uh, But just know that as you get into that, you need to be looking and trying to find some people. But it's, it's not always easy to find older pastors that are willing to help you. Number seven, here's another good one. I wish I would have known, I wish somebody would have told me uh, what to look for before going to a church. Uh, you hear a lot of stories about churches that are not great churches, and, and it's a bad or, or at least a difficult experience for the pastor. And then you hear other experiences where there are, it's a phenomenal experience for the pastor. And I've been in both, uh, whether, you know, especially in my days of, uh, I did a lot of, of youth ministry that was kind of unofficial. I wasn't paid. I was just a young college guy, and I would come alongside of churches and, and kind of work as the youth pastor. And I just wanted to do ministry, and I didn't really know the questions to ask and the things to look for. And I found myself in some great opportunities, but I also found myself in some really difficult opportunities. And that's one of the things that I have talked to new guys who are looking for ministries and encouraged them. Ask good questions, ask the right questions, and don't be so anxious to walk into a ministry just because we want so badly to have that first ministry. I wish that I would have known some of the better questions and some of the things 
to ask before I get into ministry now. Now, let me tell you, before somebody starts asking, no, in this situation, I am not there. God has blessed me with an amazing church. I absolutely love the church and the people that I'm in. Uh, they, This has been a great experience for me as a pastor, and so uh, I love it. I just have been in some experiences where it hasn't necessarily been the best. And so I want to encourage you, learn, figure out what you need to be looking for. Talk to the pastors who are willing to help you. Um, number eight, here's a big one. Number eight, and this one might seem controversial to some, uh, but especially for me, this is important. Number eight, a mentor is more valuable than Bible college. Now think about what I just said for a minute, because we place our emphasis, at least in, in the American church, you've got to go to Bible college, you've got to get training. I went to Bible college, but the the classroom setting was not as valuable to me as having somebody pour into me. In fact, I wish that I had more of that than I did. I wish I had more intentional uh, pastors pouring into me when I was younger. I had some, but not to the extent that I would like. When I did my internship, uh, just one summer, I did an internship, and and that pastor poured into me a ton. And I, to this day, I say that I learned more in that summer about being a pastor, about what ministry looks like and how to do ministry than I did in my entire time in Bible college. In, in Bible college, you have classroom, you're learning scripture, you're, you're, you're learning theology, but you're not learning boots on the ground in the middle of the battle. You're not learning what it is to be in the ministry. And it's so valuable to have a pastor who will pour into you, plug you into ministry, help mentor you through ministry, and teach you like we see in Scripture, like we see in the New Testament, pastors raising up young pastors and putting them in ministry. A mentor is more valuable to me than Bible college. And so I would encourage you, even if you're going to go to Bible college, that's fine, but make sure you find yourself a good pastor who's willing to come alongside of you and pour into you. Now, that kind of leads me to number nine. And here's something, again, that, that really surprised me as a young guy coming into ministry. Without a seminary degree, I would be seen as less qualified than others. Uh, bothered me a lot. But uh, let me just say this, and this is not trying to tell you to go to seminary. If if you're going to go to seminary, maybe you're in seminary. That's fine. That's this is that's not what this is about. But but what I'm not, and I'm also not saying you need to go to seminary because really, I think what I'm saying is, as churches, we need to reevaluate what we consider to be qualified. The Bible gives us qualifications to be a pastor, and nowhere in there does it say you need a seminary degree. In fact, what it says. Going back to my last point is churches, pastors are to raise up and train the next generation of pastors. Therefore, rather than a seminary degree, I would have I would have much rather or I would rather churches look for somebody who's been mentored well, taught well, and, and already has had some experience, even if it's just following another pastor. We've got to get away from this idea that, that you're more qualified because you have this piece of paper from a seminary. And I'm not trying to, to bash guys. I've got tons of friends who have seminary degrees, and those are great things. Those are good things, and, and I'm thrilled that they were able to do that. In fact, those guys, I ask them a lot of questions. However, 
Uh, I've also met a lot of guys who walk away with a really uh, good seminary degree and no idea at all what it means to be a pastor and how to go through that daily ministry. So please, let's quit looking at seminary degrees and even Bible college degrees as as the qualification, and rather let's look at the the men and are they qualified to do the job. Number 10, the last one. This is a big one for me, the importance of disciple-making. And you you might say, well, how in the world did you not know about the importance of disciple-making? But I want to say I wish somebody would have told me, would have helped me understand the importance of biblical disciple-making, living out the Great Commission as we see in Scripture. It took me a long time, even as a senior pastor, to realize that just because I was preaching every Sunday, just because I was teaching Sunday school, or I was uh, working with the youth group and, and, and doing all that stuff, that did not mean that I was living the Great Commission. Another topic for another video, but I had to learn that my responsibility as a pastor is to equip the saints, as it says in Ephesians 4, to do the work of the ministry and to build up the body of Christ. I'm equipping the saints to go make disciples, and that also means that me, as a pastor, I have to be in my community. I have to be building relationships. I have to be witnessing to people. I have to be pouring into people's lives and making reproducing myself spiritually and making a disciple while I'm living out my gift also in the body as pastor teacher that equips others for ministry. And I look back on my life, I look back on my ministry, the years that I had before I really wrap my mind around what it means to be a biblical disciple maker, what it means to live out on a daily basis the Great Commission. And I look back and I it grieves me, it breaks my heart. I wish I'd had a better understanding because I see so many opportunities that pass me by because I didn't know what that meant. Those are my 10 things. I hope this has helped you. I hope this has been an encouragement to you somehow. And hey, pastors, I'd love to hear from you drop a comment. Is there something I missed? In fact, I know there's things I missed because this is only 10 things. But if there's something you said, man, this is something I really wish I would have been told and I didn't hit it, put it in the comments. Maybe I mentioned something that you have more questions about. Feel free to ask right down in the comments. Ask me and say, hey, pastor, what did you mean by this? Or, or if I'm looking for a church, you said this, so now what? Uh, and maybe I'll make a video or I can answer you in the comments. I would love to hear from you, uh, maybe hear from you how this video helped. Also, as always, hey, I'm a typical YouTuber, but I've got to do this. If you liked this video, please hit the like button. You have no idea how much that helps. It's it's free. It's easy. Hit the like button. Stirs the algorithms. Other people will get to see this video as well, so it helps out my channel. And, of course, if you're brand new, welcome. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the little bell so you don't miss when I upload. Thanks again. We'll see you in the next video. I'm out.